The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. And again, Sarder Hammer text on Honda Lincoln Hotline. Let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline and talk to our buddy John Squire. John, what's happening? BP and Jay, hey, always good to talk to you guys. What's good? What's on your mind? Hey, I've, this is, what you guys are talking about right now fascinates me. And that is, what what is Coach Joseph, what, are, what is he to be held accountable for right now versus, um, you know, I, I guess I get, I think it's kind of short-sighted when I hear these people say, oh, he's got to go seven and five, or he's got to, He's got to do this, or he's got to do that. With you know, within the next six weeks. Well, I just, to me, what he's done so far since he got here in what February is recruit the best players on our team, mm-hmm. take over as head coach, made some 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 tough decisions. He clearly has. Um, I really think the players are happy he's their coach right now. And I would hope that Trev, and I'm sure this is true, that Trev looks at the bigger picture on this because I, I want your thoughts too. It's like, okay, uh, the K, the Kansas coach won, won a big game the other night. Is that one game? Is that snapshot of his career? Is that what makes him suitable to be our coach? Or is it bigger than that? Right, yeah, those, I mean, those are good points. I mean, I think depends on who you listen to and what they look for um, and what they're viewing as the criteria. It probably changes. Some people, you know, I'm a firm believer. If you're a good, if you're a good football coach, you're a good football coach. And people think right. – I, I, some people might feel like, oh, he needs to have Big Ten experience or he needs to have Power Five experience. Well, you could be eliminating yourself from a really good coach and, you know, and, and then next thing you know, you're back in the same position three or four years later. Just think, here's a perfect example, say, if you want to compare it to Mickey Joseph, right? Luke Fickle had to take over for Trestle, odd year, you know, with the whole NCAA thing there. Went through a rough patch with, with the Ohio State. You know, I think that was the only year that Nebraska beat Ohio State here in the when it was raining that night. Remember, Bo was mad everybody left when they were down by, like, 14 or 17 points, and we came back and won. But then Urban Meyer kept him on, right? And then he went on to Cincinnati. So just think how many teams had the same excuse not to hire Luke Fickle, right, because of lack of experience, um, to say if it was no SEC, uh, you know, experience or hadn't coached there before, X, Y, and Z. So you have to really – I'm a big believer you got to look er, – everybody's in, in theory that would be coming in here – including Mickey Joseph interviewing for the job is a good football coach, right? You're not going to be up for the Nebraska job and can't coach a lick. So, now granted, some are better than others. Nick Saban, obviously, he was interviewing for the job 
everybody else is kind of fighting uphill for second place. But within within reason, right? You got to start looking at the person. You got to start looking at the person and and you know all the things that you you view as very important to be successful. And there's probably some qualities that you could take from Nick Saban, even Dabo Sweeney, Urban, Coach Osborne. Um, you know, any coaches that you view as being successful, they all probably have like a good foundation of like four or five things. Right. So then you, mm-hmm. you, you look for those in that person and in their track record. Now the coach at Kansas is as a really good, he started, worked his way up, took Wisconsin whitewater to a national powerhouse. Right. He's coached here. Yep. And then Buffalo, and then he came down to Kansas and, and make them legit. I remember watching Kansas last last year, I think, against Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina won, but they looked mm. like a different Kansas team, Yeah, even though he mm-hmm. was kind of makeshift in the roster. And so he's doing a good job. There's plenty of guys out there that are good, but the most important thing you need to focus on is what Mickey's going to do here. It's a good opportunity. It's a unique opportunity. It's not the most ideal opportunity, but you know what? Mickey's going to face it head on. He's not going to make any excuses, and he's going to make the most out of it. And, and if the players – if I was talking to the players, I'd say, look, dude, if you if you want the best for you, you better go out there and play your butt off for these eight games. That, I yep. could give you some advice right there. Because, number one, yep. regardless if they bring in another coach, that it's going to – if you don't keep Mickey Joseph or make an effort, then i got to look at you sideways. Then you're already off to a bad bad start. And just yeah. and Mickey's hey, here, hey, you, you're gonna have a coach that you know that you went and played for. He he has yep. like intel on you, you know. And so, you know, right now Mickey Joseph, I'm playing on him being the head coach. I I, I mean, I'm playing on him doing well these last eight games, and then just moving on from there. Everybody I else, and everybody likes to talk about all this stuff. It's it, it's it's weird because if I was a head coach in this position right now. And I do what I expect to do, right? And you try yep. to sit down with me. I'm going to be looking at you straight crazy next year and you looking at me in the face. Because there's eight weeks left in the season, not eight days. If there's eight days left in the season, like kind of when everybody knew it was a foregone conclusion, Mike Riley was going to be, you know, let go. I get all the talk, right? But you don't e- – we're not even a – we're a third through – a quarter through the season, right? A third? I don't know what. Well, yeah, a mm-hmm. third through the season. The lot can change. And, yep. And, D, hey, DP, I got a quick question for you, too, along this same line. Because when I was coaching, I coached about 18 years, and I can tell you straight to your face, some of the best coaching jobs that myself and, and the staff that I was working with did might have been some of our worst record teams where mm-hmm. we just had a lot to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people see the big – I know it's a bottom-line business, but I, I just I, it irritates me when people want to hold Mickey accountable to players and schemes and everything else that he had really nothing to do with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that it just depends. I mean, I think there's I always say there's there's always a, a there's a deeper reason be, behind the, the, some. Well, not all the time. Sometimes there's a deeper reason why you're coming up with these expectations that weren't put upon anybody else before. Yep. And, that, and that's you guys are awesome. That, you guys are a, awesome. Hey, J- hey, to you. hey, John, don't go anywhere. I do want to ask you. You got a big week for the softball girls. Uh, you got an inter yeah. squad scrimmage Thursday, and then another exhibition on Sunday. Correct? This weekend, you bet. 
So you bet they're they're doing a great job right now. We've had some scrimmages, but we've had two games: one against Creighton, and one against uh, University of Nebraska Kearney. And I'll tell you what, the girls look pretty tough. I mean, we're not having trouble scoring runs, and we've only given up one in two games. So this is going to be a team that's got potential to be as good or, or better than they were last year, and it's fun. I love it. Scarlet and Scream scrimmage Thursday, 3.30 at Bolin, and then Sunday a doubleheader uh, starts at noon against Kansas. So, John, Kansas, good yep. luck to to the girls. Uh, please shout out and love to Abby as well. Greatly appreciate you, brother. Perfect. All right, you guys take care. There it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, good points, man. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't. It's weird because like the media heads have not learned from every hire that obviously hasn't worked out in recent history. You know but that's I mean? why I don't. That's why I don't even you know, like talking about it. I don't even like. Here's the thing: the people who are talking about it have no idea what the what the actual process is. You're talking about this next deal for this quarter. This next head coach is going to be basically a thirty to forty million dollar deal, and to to not acknowledge that the regents have to have full vetting. That the 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 administration yeah, has to have to full go, vetting. Yeah, yeah, the not, athletic yeah. director has full vetting. We're not talking about the local cashier. We're talking about the lead, the the highest paid employee for the state, and the vetting that has to go on. We're not talking about hey, I need to check your credit. Hey, I need to check with with your neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, you, there's a lot We're, of there's a lot of. A I mean, some of those boot. conversations are right now, or I'm assuming maybe. I mean, even Trez said that he's going to talk to some people. I'm sure there's agents that are calling and so forth and so on. But I just think that to you're just saying stuff just to say it and trying to eliminate it because you want to you you're worried about what you're looking at versus what you're seeing on the field. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. I. I. I, I you, you. In order to really, I want to say do your job, but dude, you gotta get out your. You can't be sitting up here and talking about like when I listen and talk about you. In any way or form or fashion, you thought Mike Riley was going to do something. I could have told you that. I could have told you that the day he was hired. This dude is just the opposite. You know, we had a you know brown-haired, angry girlfriend in Bo, or we thought he was, and you're going to go get nice Mike. That's all it was. Like but, the, the the it was the reaction to the situation instead of it, but instead so, of making the the full choice. It's so and, right, it's so impulsive, and so you know, okay, it's just, it, like this. Like I was disappointed. I didn't have a problem with Bill Most. I was disappointed they didn't hire Trevor the first time. Well, we hired him to what? Three years later? Like, what, what, what happened in three years? Like, what, what, what did you see? Now, granted, I'm sure they had some criteria, and I don't have no idea. But I would ask you, what magically did you see? And I'm sure I don't know how long was Bill Most the AD. Was it three years? Probably longer than that, right? Yeah. Four? I don't know. Well, what? How? What did you see in them four years? Because you, I know Trevor had glasses. But I know he ain't you got that glasses, much, Jay. Right? You finally, you finally got glasses. That's what happened. I got LASIK surgery. That's what happened the four, in the four years. The in the four years, you he was to, there for four. Okay, right? so in the in four, four years, years, in four years, you decided. Okay, because I remember, and I will mention this. Omaha, I think he's an Omaha World Herald retired guy. He told, and I remember seeing him at the airport. I was heading to Charlotte. I don't know where he was going. He asked me what I thought, and I was like, dude. I just would assume that they were going to hire Trev. He's been there and done well, right? I mean, I'm, that's what I'm pulling for. Hmm. He's like, oh, maybe not. But he's like, 
Nebraska's going to hire an AD, and we're going to pay him a million dollars. I said, why? He's like, why wouldn't you? We ain't got a fundraise. We got people putting their butts in the stands everywhere. We got facilities. Like what? What? What this, makes you right? So you just giving away free money? I'm like, well, dang! You could just hire me. I would done this, it. Don't is, tell me you 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 had to hire Scott Frost. That's easy. This, this was, is why I'm I, tired of I, hearing I it like it was a hard decision. Get on a plane, go down there, and you had an unlimited check what you want, and you didn't come back. You just get on the plane with me. Bring your dog. To I, I just don't even like I said. I I still don't know. And text line, feel free to to tell me. But what is priority one for the change in the in the head well, coaching I, position? I, I know. I, I will say this. I can't speak for Trev. I'm only going to guess. Is a guesstimated word, Nate? Mm. You're close enough to call it. Is a guesstimated yeah. word? Yeah, I don't okay. know. Yeah, I don't it is today, that. right? Mm. Yeah, good okay, enough. Good. I don't see why not. I have a good guesstimation, mm-hmm. and be I would be willing to bet a dollar because I'm not a big gambler that Trev knows what he wants, right? I am talking about the people that cover the team. When you turn on the dial, and it's just – no, I wouldn't say garbage because I never – look, that's their opinion. They got to do what they got to do. But it's just like, dude, we – I don't want to point fingers, but that's why Nebraska – outside of the state of Nebraska, you know what Nebraska is known for? Like being posers. You know what I mean? If you don't know what a poser is, it's like somebody – okay, for basketball, that a kid would, you know, show up. He's got the new – what, KD, new gear, new LeBron, new tennis wristbands, shoes, and all Mr. that. Mr. Accessories. And can't play a lick. And and all his favorite teams are like the Yankees, the Patriots, um, <laughs> the, the Cowboys. Lakers, the Cowboys and the Lakers. But, but here's the thing nobody's going to accept that that's a statement of truth. Well, that's fine, but that's what I'm just telling you. That's how you're being viewed. But the part of the view is, is because you're so set on. Looking what, what's, the part. what's the looking the part instead of don't don't miss out on a good coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know we, at the time, and I will tell you this: Scott Frost was the right hire at that time. Mm-hmm. You can't if you if somebody says, "Oh no way," yeah, you could forecast because maybe you know the personality hasn't changed. But at that point in time, what that he's what hire. he's done that, that was, was the hire. hire. Did there, you have the things around him? That was gonna do the stuff for Scott that Scott was not willing to do. That's how you. That's how you pick. Well, hold a coach. on. Well, yeah, but that's 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 <laughs> a second conversation. Right. We're just talking about right. hiring the coach. But as you move forward, okay. And then when you look at what Mike Riley, right. And then you looked at you know other. You have to start looking at. Okay. Well, let's just look at our process. Are we? Is the same guys kind of b- bouncing the ping pong thing around there, and we're having the same thing, or would you just be? So willingly you, to sir. ask somebody else <laughs> their opinion that might have more realistic views than you. That's kind of in the business that's, of football more than genius, you. Genius, Jay Foreman. But I think that will happen. But that's what? But, genius. But it's like to me, like I know everybody thought, like, well, and I, it, like when you, you know, for instance, when I was down and seeing my daughter and, and their daughters in Charlotte. Man, I hope you can say that again. W- one of my daughters Man. in Charlotte, or seeing my daughters in Charlotte, one of her friends' dad played for the Miami Hurricanes. When they were really good. And he, we always, you know, see each other. and We might have a beer and we'll talk about men. You know, college football is always better when Nebraska and Miami is relevant. Right? And so we're kind of in the same boat. So we always jab each other because, you know, I've been lighting him up about Middle Tennessee State. And he was lighting me up about Georgia Southern. I said, hey, well, maybe Oof. it wouldn't be two weeks is. But as you get to it, like, I remember him having this conversation with me. He was like, well, if Scott Frost can't do it, then – Pretty much, like, nobody can. I was like, dude, no, f- f- coaching football, 
okay, is coaching football. There's a lot of coaches that are successful right now that people would have had no idea or could forecast that they would be good coaches. They've learned from coaches. They've gotten a good situation. Somebody's mentored them. They've learned from their mistakes. You know, oddly enough, I was watching TV and Brett Bielema was talking about when he got let go at Arkansas. And he went through the 30-day process of what how he came to terms mm. that he had to change and be more open to change with his offensive style. But then the one thing that he was able to hang his hat on, he said other SEC coaches were hiring his assistants. So he's like, actually – we're actually doing some things right, so we can hang our hat here. But then he went to – he. And this is just for him. He said he went to Oklahoma. He said he went to Alabama. I think he said he went to Clemson. And then he might – there was some West Coast team that he went. And everywhere he went, he took a little bit of information. And then they took information from him. Now, Illinois is not going to be, uh, you know, Ohio State. But the things that he's open to more now helped him, he said, on the defensive side. So is he a better coach now than he was then? So are you hiring? You know what I'm saying? Because you might because he was probably one of the hotter guys that went to Arkansas. But was he was he? But was he really ready to go to Arkansas? He needed he, to go to Arkansas. He, there's, there's, I'm saying he wasn't ready, but he went, and then now he's ready. So my, that you don't always turn your your back on a coach because of what's on paper. Because his record at Arkansas. Mm. Doesn't necessarily show you, oh, we should hire him at the Big Ten. Well, that's Nick Saban. Like, that's Nick Saban early, that sometimes you have to go through the process. I, I love the, 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 the quote that you use. I mean, it's you, coaches are an accumulation of the people in their, in their circle. That's it. Like, that's it. And so as you go through it, what you hope is that the coach learns, continues to learn. Nick Saban the, did the same thing. When they continue to learn – they get better at it. When they stop learning or refuse to learn, it becomes a train wreck. We'll throw it a break. We'll come back. We'll get Jay's pick for Monday Night Football. Oh, it's you know the why. New York Football Giants versus the Evil Empire. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 